Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of Hooked on Sports. This is episode number 276 of Hooked on Sports here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. Thank you so very much for listening to the podcast today, and it, it's an NFL Thursday, so that means we are going to give a preview every uh, look at the games against the spread for Week 13 of the National Football League. I'm going to get, uh, get, give you um, each each of the spreads for the 13 games I'll be picking against the spread in the second part of the of the podcast today. But I, I do want to begin though with with a couple of games uh, to to keep in mind uh, as we as uh, the week goes along uh, for for your consideration, um, the, the games that I'm really keeping an eye on, and I, I'll and it's, some of the games I, I will uh, discuss a, a little bit are the Cleveland Browns and the LA Rams and the Denver Broncos taking on the Houston Texans where that the latter game is going to be has major implications in terms of the playoffs in the AFC which I think is the is is an underrated game and and actually this was supposed to be a 4:05 p.m. Eastern game um, on CBS but the, the the NFL decided to flex it um to 1 o'clock so, such that um, so, so that that it's it, that most eyeballs are there in the one o'clock window, and then they can have the, the entire country folk, uh, outside of the Cleveland and LA metro areas focus in on the NFC Championship game rematch between the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. And speaking of that ma- that matchup, that this, this that's where I want want to want to start and 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 get everything going here because. <laughs> In this rematch of last year's NFC Championship game, we have a, a, a rematch between the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. The Eagles demolished San Francisco 31-7 in last year's edition of the NFC Championship game. And, 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 I, think, and I think there are things uh, to keep in mind for each of these teams. And uh, as I mentioned yesterday, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, they feel like the toughest team in the National Football League based on their their ability to win against against great against talented teams despite not playing at their best and over the last 4 games I think it's a really good a good example of that um, the, the, that they were outgained by 98 yards against the Washington Commanders, found a way to win because of turnovers. They were outgained 406 to 292. Uh, meaning a difference of 114 yards against Dallas, and found a way to win because 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 they 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 made uh, big stops uh, on on uh, at the end of the game and and, and on fourth down uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, in, in in the Kansas City game, they got outgained by 98 yards, but found a way to win because uh, they 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 took advantage of, of Chiefs' mistakes. Um, think, thinking the interception and the and the Travis Kelsey fumble, and then they were outgained by 100, 127 yards against the Buffalo Bills. Um, and, so it, 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 and the Bills had five hundred five yards of offense, while the Eagles had three hundred three hundred seventy eight, and they found a way to win uh, by uh, uh, by by three points on that winning touchdown by Jalen Hurts. And and the, the 
the takeaways that have been big and, and the, the timely takeaways, uh, the, the discipline has been unbelievable. And Jalen Hurts, I think we need to have a serious conversation about Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts ha has been, hasn't put uh, in a position to succeed in Philadelphia. Best offensive line in football, it's, uh, outstanding wide receivers, um, inc inc incredible uh, running attack. So, and and Jalen Hurts has that dog mentality and has that command, has that calm in the in the big moments. And yeah, he's been in big games. He's failed in big games before. Well, which 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 which, which he which he converted to learning experiences to to make to make him a tougher quarterback. Uh, when you're looking inside the mind, and and, and programs have had cultures of winning with with Alabama and Oklahoma. Now, I do think one thing I need I need to uh to, to be be most nervous about for uh, for Philadelphia is is the secondary, and I feel like their secondary is weak. I mean, because they they've had trouble stopping uh, stopping receivers on third and fourth down. They've had trouble getting off the field, which makes it uh, that that much tougher for Philadelphia, and that and that makes uh, Philadelphia have to win by by being efficient offensively, but. I think having guys that can go after the quarterback is, is going to be key in this game because I, I, I think the weakness for San Francisco offensively is the interior portion of the offensive line because because you know how obsessed I am with Trent Williams and, and, and the difference between this 49ers offense is with and without Trent Williams. So I feel like that could be an advantage that that strongly uh that strongly favors Philadelphia and and that was that was the um the reason why uh, Brock Purdy got knocked out of championship Sunday because um Hassan Medic won won a battle early on in the line of scrimmage uh a beat beat a block and got to Brock Pur uh Brock Purdy's arm and the rest was history there and now I think we need to have a conversation about San Francisco here because. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers were my preseason pick to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. Like, the talent is unreal, the coaching is unreal. They're obviously super motivated after the way they got their butts handed to them in the NFC Championship game um, eight months ago. And they haven't lost a game where Debo Samuel and Trent Williams were, were, were fully healthy and, uh, and um, for, for 60 minutes. But... No, no person on on the field on Sunday faces more uh, more pressure to me than Kyle Shanahan. And look, Kyle Shanahan has faced adversity, uh, um, uh, uh, before, but but with this season, they have not faced the adversity the uh, in game that the Philadelphia Eagles have faced all year because the 49ers uh, ha have have pummeled their opposition. They've won by double digits each of their three weeks coming off the bye, and all three games seemed over at halftime. I think you might argue a little bit that 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 the that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers made it a little interesting at the end in their game, but that that they they haven't they haven't lost when healthy. So. The, 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 this this is that that big test now, and Dallas was oh, I I knew they were going to be Dallas because I because I think Dak Prescott is a little below um uh, that that level in terms of in terms of can can he get a team over the hump in a big game because I I felt that was more on Dak and the and the under preparation of of the, of the Cowboys and their inability to adjust for some for the weaknesses in Dallas's run defense. 
But can Shanahan go on the road and win a monster football game against a talented football team? And yeah, of course, of course, he's done that before. He uh, he has a couple of road playoff victories under his belt. I'm looking at uh, the Dallas game where where the Cowboys botched uh, the end of that game, and then the Packers so uh, their inability to cash in at uh, big times where uh, and and games where it proved to be winnable and it was. But th- but this is a, a, of course a different opponent for uh, for the Eagles than Buffalo, Kansas City, and Dallas where. Uh, where those teams felt vulnerable with the lead, and I, I, I'm under the opinion that the for uh, that the 49ers and the Eagles right now are the two best teams in the NFC, and and but but this is going to be uh, 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 the first half of this game. I think is going to speak volumes because the 49ers team has uh, has been impossible to beat uh, when when leading uh, um, leading after halftime when healthy, but. So, but I think what Philadelphia can do, uh, no, knowing that uh, and see, seeing the reactions on the sidelines with Jason Kelsey and Jalen Hurts shaking their heads after Jake Elliott's field goal because they knew, uh, they 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 knew that they they, they almost blew the game on on that on that previous sequence at the end of the regulation in the Buffalo game. Just, so so that so Philadelphia feel, feels like a different opponent when, when, when it comes to uh, when it comes to managing the game and winning the game so, so San Francisco is going as has to come out sharp in, in the first half of this game so so this is going to be uh, require um uh, attention on detail and in practice and and an ability to play at a high level for 60 minutes because if if you give the Philadelphia Eagles an inch they'll they'll take a yard because that that that, that that's how um so uh, that, that's how capable they are of pouncing on, on the on the miscues of other teams so 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 uh, so that's going to be a monster game now I, I feel like uh, I I feel like in the postseason this might uh, might might be a little different. I think we might be having a, a different conversation here. But but I, I do feel like this this is a a, a playoff t- type game because if you look at the standings, Philadelphia is ten and one, San Francisco eight and three, Dallas eight and three, the Detroit Lions eight and three, coming off a, a stunning loss at home to the Packers last week. So, so if the if the Eagles win win, win this game, they're, they're the one seed because they'll they'll have they'll have the win against San Francisco under their belt. They'll be eleven and one. So the, the Cowboys are going to have to be uh, uh, the, the the Cowboys might 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 be settled uh, might be forced to settle for the first wild card. Have have the playoffs go through Philly in the NFC and Philadelphia is going to be back in the Super Bowl. That's that's just how this is going to work. So monster game for the. Uh, uh, with the Eagles and the 49ers, and I think everybody's going to have their attention on that one because you got the East Coast taking on the West Coast. You have, uh, yes, you have um large fan bases in in the NFL when you look at San Francisco and when you look at Philadelphia. Um, um, uh, being being uh being these these type of uh types of teams, uh, that 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 uh, that may may very well be. On collision course for Championship Sunday, of course, we'll have to see uh, about about what the Cowboys can do, and if the Cowboys are able to to to, to take down the Eagles next week on Sunday Night Football on NBC. 
But I I I think you 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 look at at, at these teams and 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 it's gonna go, every player is going to matter in this game. So this is I, I this is a a, a, good, a good regular season prep for the postseason for both of these teams. So now I want to go to to the AFC's most important game to to me, and 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 that and that is the Denver Broncos and the Houston Texans because I I, I have a, I I think the 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 AFC's two most feel good stories this year are are these two football teams because the the Denver Broncos last year were a complete and utter fiasco, and Nate Hackett had no idea what he was doing, couldn't, couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag, one of six coaches ever to uh, to uh, be fired uh, into his first season, and he didn't even make um, his final season. Um, in in the in, in with with the Broncos, and of course he was terrible. And Sean Payton called him out, and of uh, uh, that 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 same one of the worst uh, worst jobs in, in ever. So so th- so this is a monster game for um uh, for, for for both of these teams because you look at the Texans six and five, the Denver Broncos six and five. How 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 they got to this point with 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 the t- with the um a potential tiebreaker that might come out of this game. So, so, so this is a, a, a not, another real a, a test here when when you look at look at C.J. Stroud, who right now is the leader in the clubhouse for offensive rookie of the year based on the on the historic things he's been able to do uh, this season and the uh, and some of the unbelievable performances that uh, that that he's had, but. So, but if you look at the Texans' um schedule ahead, they 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 have a favorable schedule the rest of the way. They've got the Denver Broncos, then and then then they they have games against the Jets, the the, the twice with the Titans, and then a Browns team that might might have Joe Flacco, their third string quarterback, start for the Browns on Sunday. So so this is a real opportunity for for the Texans uh to uh to to be in the driver's seat. For a wild card in, in the in 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 the in the in the in the AFC, so it um, so I look looking forward to seeing how uh, the Texans uh, handle this. But 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 I feel like Denver uh, is coming in, in with, with a lot of momentum, and and, and I think the Broncos are are, are a tremendous are a tremendous from um, have have played like a tremendous football team. Uh, for for the be- for the better part of a couple of weeks now, of uh, a few weeks now, they've on on a five game winning streak. They're playing at a high level. Their their defense has been set has been tremendous. They said so they they've been winning tight games. Russell Wilson's uh, looked looked really good. Sean Payne has done a tremendous job. Uh, um, af- after the horrid start with with their horrendous defensive performances. Um, uh, in in the first four or five weeks of the season, so but 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 they they've really turned it on in, in the in in November and now uh, carrying into December. Now this this Denver Broncos team is 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 starting to get uh to gather confidence that they can go uh, they can beat anybody um in in um on any given Sunday any given day of the week. So this is a a a test against against a a, a another strong quarterback. In C.J. Stroud and, and the Houston Texans coming up this Sunday, I'm very, very looking forward to see, to seeing what 
uh, what 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 this what this Broncos team uh, team can do uh, on 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 the heels of uh, of dominant performances uh, games they should win uh, uh, against against uh, against um, teams that are in the in the hunt for the playoffs like the Browns and the Vikings. Uh, and and the Buffalo Bills who who uh, who have their 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 share of of amazing talent. Uh, so now I want to go. Speaking of the Browns, Joe Flacco is starting the, uh, for the Cleveland Browns for this week against the Rams, and I I I think you you look at at the opportunity the Rams might might have um uh, coming up this Sunday because because if you look at at the at the wild card standings um in in the NFC. Uh, you, you 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 see the um the, you you see a team of like the LA Rams who are sitting here at five and six and and and, and the Vikings um having lost at home to to the Bears which was a totally unacceptable um de, de, uh, defeat for for the Rams um you 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 have that. And then, then you have uh, then, then looking at Green Bay, a team that that did that did lose uh, to uh, to Green um, to Green Bay earlier in the season. That was because of the uh, of, of the wonky injury situation with with Matthew Stafford. And then you then you have um, um, a team um, a team like the New Orleans Saints at five and six who lost against the Falcons, which I which I viewed as as predictable. So you really need to to jog the mental Rolodex with this Rams team, and you got to be prepared. So especially with the, with the way the the Rams played um, against Arizona and and, and Kyra Williams coming back, uh, I think speaks volumes as to how as to how important he is to this that football team. I loved him coming out of Notre Dame. I I, I thought he was uh, he was outsta- outstanding uh, and, and when when he came and and the Rams best games offensively have been when when, when he's been in the lineup and producing. So uh so a very much need, needed boost of um of confidence for the the Rams and 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 it it showed in a dominating performance against the Cardinals. And now can 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 they keep moment, the momentum going after their bye week uh, when when they when they host the Cleveland Browns and Joe Flacco uh, kind of the Sunday because because Dorian Thompson Robinson is still um uh, is is still a little banged up. He's in in the concussion protocol, so it very much looks like the starting quarterback for. But for the Cleveland Browns, it's going to be um, Joe Flacco, and it's a game the Rams should win and will win. Alrighty then, here we go with our picks against the spread for week number 13 of the National Football League. So to recap last week, I I was on a heater again. I went 12 and 4, picking the winners and losers. I'm now 113 and 67 against the spread. Uh, one thirteen sixty seven straight up, and then against the spread, I had another excellent week. I went ten five and one with 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 the with the straight up picks. Uh, with with ten five excuse me ten five and one against the spread. So against the spread for the season, I'm now ninety two eighty two and six on the season. So we are going to pick thirteen games this week because we got the Giants, the Bills. The Ravens, the Raiders, the Bears, and the Vikings all on by this week. So we're going to start 
week thir- oh, with with the tonight's game between the Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and look, both these teams would be wild cards of the season ended today, but I just think the Seahawks just look off. They, they, they looked off for a while now. So, Geno Smith is, is banged up. Kenneth Williams, uh, Kenneth Walker is not able to go. I think that that's a big deal. I think Dallas's uh, defense uh, can match up with Seattle's wide receivers, and I, I just think this is going to be a, a a rough one for for the Seahawks. So I'm going to take the Cowboys to win and cover, and, and go and head into their matchup with Philadelphia next week with a record of nine and three. Cowboys 31-20 over the Seattle Seahawks is my pick, and as eight and a half point favorites, I'm taking the Cowboys to win and cover. How about this matchup? The Houston Texans and the Denver Broncos with the Texans favored by three and a half points. I'm going with the upset special. I I think this team, I think this game is going to uh, comes down to which team has the better head coach, oh, the better coach, the better defense, and and. And really, the, the team that, that's coming in uh, looking better, and that team is the Denver Broncos. So I, I, their defense is playing as well as any unit in the NFL. That they're they're going to make uh, make, make things difficult for C.J. Stroud. They're going to confuse um, the, the the defensive schemes a little bit for him. And, and so, all in all, I think this game is going to go to the Broncos in, in a twenty-three to twenty. Twenty-three twenty is my pick. But I think it's going to be a very good game. But I'm going to take the Broncos to with the upset special. How about the LA Chargers? They're on the road in New England, fa- favored by five and a half points. Now, look, I, I I think the Chargers are going to smash the New England Patriots, and uh, as I said last week, the the, the two quarterback uh, 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 as uh, as I said on Twitter on Sunday, the two quarterback system makes absolutely no sense in terms of confidence, in terms of rapport. I I think that I think the Chargers are going to uh, going to eat alive of the Patriots offense. And the Chargers defense did play well against Baltimore on Sunday night. They weren't the reason they lost at home to Baltimore, but I think they're going to they're going to they're going to uh, going to blow out the Patriots. This feels twenty eight to ten Chargers written all over it. The Detroit Lions taking on the New Orleans Saints with the with the Lions. Coming in as four and a half point favorites. Now I'm going to take the Lions to win. I th- I think they have enough dudes on offense uh, to to make plays in, in big spots. But have have you? Because uh, if you looked at the defense matchups, I I the Saints have have the advantage when it comes to their team defense. Because uh, I think the Saints haven't uh, haven't playing pro uh, haven't playing pretty well. Uh, when, when, when you look when you look at things um when, when, when you look at things de- defensively here and, and the lions um have uh, I the, the way I've seen the lions play on defense especially when you look at that secondary there are a lot of things I really don't like particularly uh, when when it, when it comes to their uh, when it comes to their secondary you think they miss uh, CJ Gardner Johnson right now if if you are a if if you are um, a fan of the of of the Lions, uh, it's because they, they they've given up um uh, 38, 38, 26, and twenty nine points to the Ravens. Uh, the following game after Baltimore was the Raider game, where where it was Josh McDaniels who had no idea what he was doing, and th- and then Justin Herbert teed off on them. Justin Fields ran all over them, and then Jordan Love uh, torched uh, that entire defense. So there are things. 
uh, that I'm really concerned about when it comes to the Lions. But I, I, I think that I, I think the offense is going to make plays at the end. So I'll take the Lions to win 26 to 23, and I'm going to grab the points here with the New Orleans Saints. The Atlanta Falcons taking on the Jets at MetLife Stadium with the Falcons favored by one and a half. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Atlanta. I'm taking the team with a better coach. I'm taking the team with the better quarterback. I, 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 I think that I'm taking the team with the better offensive line. I, I think the, I, I think it's going to be a, uh, a brutal, um, a, a brutal fight in the rain. So I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Lions, uh, the, the Falcons to uh, maul over the Jets, 19 to nine. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they're at home. They're favored by five and a half points, taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I, I thought against the spread. Um, the, 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 this this uh against the spread, I thought this game was the single toughest game of the week to pick. Now I I'm gonna take Pittsburgh because because Pittsburgh knows how to win games when not playing at their best. I'm gonna take them to win, but I, I think the card and I know uh, the Cardinals got got uh, got got blown out by the Rams last week, but. I I think the Cardinals can make plays. I think the Cardinals can uh, can move uh, can move the ball, uh, especially when you look at a at a talented guy, a talented quarterback like Kyler Murray, who can uh, who can um, make make things happen. And and the Steelers' offense obviously looks better with Eddie Faulkner, the first time in a while. Uh, the Steelers had a four hundred yard offensive performance, uh, um, in to in total yardage, but. I, I think the Cardinals will make it close. I think it's going to be uh, going to come down to, uh, to to a winning field goal to win the game for the Steelers. I'll take the Steelers to win 24-21, but I'm going to grab the points here with the Arizona Cardinals. The Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans are going are going head to head in Nashville with the Colts favored by one and a half points. Now I'm going to take the Colts to win. I I think the, I'm taking the Colts to cover, even though Jonathan Taylor is is going to miss some time because of that because of that thumb issue. So, but I I think the Colts are, go, are going to make plays. I think Gardner Minshew and Michael Pittman Jr. I think he's going to have a, ten more catches. He's going to have a hundred. 120 more receiving yards and a touchdown. I I I think you, I think you look at Zach Moss. I think he's gonna have 20 carries for uh for 80 yards. So I'll take uh so I think the Colts are gonna have have things going here and I think um uh the the, the Colts will be uh, be able to take care of business here and win this game 19 to 16. How about the Miami Dolphins? They are nine and a half point favorites on the road, taking on the Commanders. Now, I, 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 this is an ideal matchup if you if you have Tua Tagovailoa, if you have Tyree Kill, if you have Jalen Waddle, if you have Raheem Mostert, because the, because the, this this offense against the against that against that woeful Washington defense is simply a nightmare. For Washington now, I think Washington can put up some points here, but but what one thing lost of the shuffle is the Jalen Phillips injury at um at uh, MetLife, uh, another victim of the of the MetLife turf, and that's going to suck for the Dolphins when it comes down to the meat of their schedule. Uh, specifically looking at the Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo stretch to end the season. But, but, but in the meanwhile, uh, Tua and, and Mike McDaniel's offense is going to tear apart this horrendous defense. And, and by the way, and Jack Del Rio get, getting fired, and you think Ron Rivera is going to make, make things better for that defense? Hell no. I'm taking the Dolphins to win 45-31 to 31 
over the Commanders on Sunday. The Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going head-to-head with, in the first game for Carolina since they fired Frank Reich. The Buccaneers are favored by five and a half points. Now, I, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna take the Bucks to win. I'm gonna grab the points with Carolina because I feel like it's a game that's gonna come down to the wire <coughs> uh, in this one because <coughs> the, the 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 Bucks are broken, but they have the quarterback advantage. I think they have the coaching advantage in this game, which I think is key here for me to pick the Bucks, but. I, I I think I think the Panthers will will, will will come out a little energized after after the firing of Frank Reich, and 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 and, and so Steve Tabor is, is that his name? Um, um, uh, after after the firing of, of Frank Reich and Chris Tabor is is the name of the um, interim head coach, their special teams coordinator. I mean, who 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 knows who, if he's gonna ever gonna get a a notable head coaching job at some point? But I don't care. Give me the give me the Bucks to win seventeen thirteen over the Panthers. The L.A. Rams are at home. They're favored by three and a half points, taking on Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns. And and that th- that's actually something that's going to happen. Is uh, assuming a, d- a DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson doesn't clear a concussion protocol ahead of Sunday's game. And and Joe Flacco um, is is just no longer a viable starting quarterback. We learned uh, the Broncos learned that the hard way four years ago. So I I, I think that I can't stress enough how much I like the LA Rams to win. I think uh, I I know it's going up against that Browns defense, but they they just gave up twenty nine points to the Broncos. I think they're going to give up. 26 to the Rams on Sunday. Uh, give me the Rams to win this game 26-16 over the Cleveland Browns. The San Francisco 49ers are on the road. They're favored by two and a half points in Philadelphia taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. But I, I, I've, been, I've been back and forth on this um, all, all week long. And and I'm, I, I might regret this based, based on the town level of San Francisco. But I'm gonna. This is the first time all of year I picked against San Francisco to uh to win the uh, win the game. I'm gonna take the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game. I I think the Eagles are are the, are the better team. I think uh I think they are the mentally tougher team. I think the co- the coaching and the attention to detail and the football IQ are unreal for the Eagles. And I think the Eagles will solidify themselves as the one seed in the NFC uh, with, with, with the victory over the San Francisco 49ers team. Give me the Eagles in an instant classic 30-27 to over the San Francisco 49ers. Sunday Night Football on NBC. We got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Green Bay Packers and Lambeau Field with the Chiefs favored by 8 points. It'll be, uh, it will be Patrick Mahomes' first appearance at, at the legendary stadium. And I think... Uh, I think the Chiefs' offense will pick up where they left off uh, in, in the last two and a half quarters of the Raider game, where it's where they outscored the Raiders thirty-one to three after being down fourteen nothing. I think I think Mahomes uh, is going to do well here again again against Jordan Love. I think uh, the the Chiefs' def- uh, defense. I think Spagnuolo is going to dial up a brilliant game plan. 
um, uh, to slow down Jordan Love, but I'm going to take the Chiefs to win this game 30-20 to over the Packers and cover the 8-point spread. Monday Night Football on ESPN, the NABC, the Jacksonville Jaguars, 8.5-point home favorites taking on Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, I'm going to take the Jaguars to win, I, I think, because I, I think you look at the coach of the quarterback, but... I I th I think this is uh, I think this is going to be um, a little bit of a trap to start because the Jaguars each of the last two weeks uh, uh, won the games in the division. Of course, they had that uh, they they had that uh, that victory over the Texans, which was a very well well uh, well earned hard fought victory. So, um, but I, I think it's going to be slow for a minute, but I think it's going to be one where where Trevor Lawrence uh, leads the Jaguars from behind. To, uh, to take down the Bengals, and I think the Jaguars will win this game 27-23 to over the Cincinnati Bengals. And that's going to do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. Uh, have a wonderful NFL weekend. we got 13 games on the schedule. It's going to be fun, and I'll talk to you again next week on the podcast. So long, everybody.